0: eleven seventy The answer.
1: The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.
2: Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2, and 102 pounds of
0: dynamite in a dress. Dynamite! Here she is, Andrea K.
3: Good evening, and welcome to the Andrea K Show. Glad to have y'all here with me i I M. I'm not sure what's going on over there in the in the booth with my buddy, my partner in crime. I'm not sure what what he's up to. But y'all know that you, who's always got my back, DJ
1: Carrots Dukes. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain,
3: <laughs> or on the other side of the glass.
1: You see me running around, jumping around, doing flips as long as the mic works. And that's all. That's, <laughs> a,
3: that's all that matters. But where's your where's your, usually you got a little package, a little something for everybody to hear. You're trapped like carrots. Mm-hmm. I'm trapped like <clears throat> this fisherman's... What's this stuff called you give giving me? Fisherman's friend. Fisherman's friend. I'm not sure what this is, but it is my friend. It's actually clearing me up.
1: Every good producer should have <clears throat> a box of fisherman friends for their host.
3: Thank you so much. That's why you you, you got you, my buddy. You got my back. Because I was a little under the weather on Friday. I ain't a whole lot better right now. But you know what's going to get me up right? Spending this next hour with you all here. Thank you so much for joining me. If you're in your cars on the way home out there stuck in the traffic, hopefully things won't be too bad for you if you're listening to the AK show. i uh, got a great show for you tonight. It's Monday. That means my buddy from the Hill, Jen Kearns, is going to be here. She's going to be chiming in on what the stink is going on with this Mueller investigation. Wasn't it last week when they told us that Trump was not a target? He was just the subject of the investigation like that was supposed to be a whole lot better. No, we all knew what that was about. That was about trying to soften Trump into putting public pressure on him. Hey, he's not the target. And you know who jumped in on that? Trey Gowdy. He's not the target. He should sit down. If he, if he didn't do anything wrong, then he should be willing to cooperate with this witch hunt, this silent coup that's going on against him. Now we have a raid that, that came about today from a porn actress... Who's violating, a porn actress who lied how many times? Supposed, according to her, she lied. Because according to her, she said there was never anything that happened between her and Trump. Like multiple times. So now we're supposed to listen to this liar and believe something that, that she had to say? And on, on that basis, Trump's attorney, was his office was raided? This is a blatant attempt. The left has a porn problem. The Republicans don't have a porn problem. President Trump does not have a porn problem with Stormy Daniels, okay? What, what, the, what the American people have is a problem with the left, whose porn, whose addiction is just as sketchy a, as anything coming out of the San Fernando Valley, okay, with people that, that should be using protection but aren't. The left's addiction is anything that is going to take down President Trump and a conservative, And President Trump was absolutely correct today when he said that this is bad for America. It's already affected the stock market. How in the world can this man be expected to do his job? We've got WMD attacks going on in Syria. He's got to make a decision about whether or not to involve the U.S. military. On top of the fact that coming up next month, he's going to be having a sit-down with North Korea, who signaled that they're interested in denuclearizing, but who's going to believe that dude, right? There's a tremendous... Amount of real problems going on that President Trump was elected by the people to deal with. And the main thing he's got to deal with every day is his own government, his own administration, quite frankly, who is cooperating in a coup attempt of him. Because that's exactly what's going on here. And they're using what happened with Stormy Daniels. And her attorney, by the way, I posted an article on Facebook about him. This is a man who's been the subject of I don't know how many lawsuits because he and his company took over Tully's Coffee up in Seattle, he's been accused of bribery. I mean, I, all kinds of, of criminal activity. Why hasn't his office been raided by the FBI? Why hasn't President um, Obama's offices, his attorney, been raided by the FBI? This supposedly has to do with Trump's attorney and some campaign finance issues? Well, how about uh, President Obama's uh, law office, I think it was the same office, Perkins Coy, that Hillary Clinton used in a scheme in order to pay a foreign operative to interfere with the election. Obama did the same thing with Christopher Steele, I think in 2012. I reported that on the show as well. Why haven't their offices been raided? Why was the offices of the of the internet company that Hillary Clinton used to set up her felonious email uh, scheme? Why was why wasn't he those offices and all those records? Why wasn't that raided? Why wasn't Hillary Clinton indicted for deleting 33,000 pieces of government property that was under subpoena? Why hasn't Loretta Lynch and her home been raided? Jim Comey, Rosenstein, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, Andrew McCabe, McCabe's wife, Rosenstein's wife. How about Jeff Sessions? I want to know why Sessions... To this day, we don't have any proper answers as to why he recused himself because none of this would be happening right now had he not done so. And people are saying today, see, this is why Trump needs to fire Mueller. I think it's too late for that now. If the attorney-client privilege has already been pierced and the government already has these records, it's too late. This has never been anything but an illegal operation. You are not supposed to, in the United States of America, surveil anybody in this country. In this, uh, country without probable cause, not go looking for a crime, but actually have evidence that a crime was committed. And in this case, it was supposed to be interference in the election and and collusion, which, oh, by the way, isn't a crime. This is absolutely an outrage. And I'm seeing people, Trump supporters on Twitter tonight saying, well, if you think he's innocent, what are you worried about his office? His attorney's office being raided, and if you support Trump but you don't think he's, you know, innocent, why do you support Trump? You know, I, I don't want to hear that kind of bumper sticker platitude. This is a real serious issue. We've, this, is, is, this is approaching a constitutional crisis here. This is a flat-out coup attempt, an attempt to take down the president of the United States of America, who was free and fairly elected. And his own party is behind this, at least to some degree. So maybe I started out by saying I don't think the Republicans have a porn problem the left, you know, the Republicans do as well. Because they're all just a little too aroused by anything that's going to take down President Trump. And shame on them. This is a this is a flat out assault on the American people because we voted for President Trump. We all know now thanks to the Obama uh, um, the uh, Obamacare repeal and replacement debacle, the omnibus bill, it's clear what the Republican party is about. And I'm, and and I know that many people from local Republican groups right now are probably hearing me say that and are very disappointing. But you know what? They need to petition and prove to us that we're wrong. Because right now, this is a real, we've got a Republican Party that is that is more concerned <clears throat> uh, with uh, working with the left behind the scenes to for open borders. We've got a debt crisis in this country. They're not wanting to do anything about cutting spending. Uh, we basically got a one-party system, and Trump is a threat to that. And that's why both parties are in support of this. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. My buddy Jen Kearns from the Hill is going to be here. And I want to get her perspective on this. And and maybe she doesn't see it as, you know, I'm seeing people laughing this off tonight. We'll see. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's even remotely funny. Because if they can do this against President Trump, an American citizen, they can do this against any of us. Right now, everybody's hysterical over Facebook and data mining. The real surveillance and the real data mining is going is is that we need to be more concerned about than Facebook is with our own government. More Andrea K show coming up.
4: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled
5: K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan,
2: Doesn't that sound adventurous? Sailing the tropical Hawaiian islands? Relaxing in the welcoming Hawaiian culture? Well, that's what I have for you. A vacation coming this August on a decadently lavish Hawaiian cruise with me and my buddies, Hugh Hewitt and Mike Gallagher. We're even giving every stateroom to my pillows from Mike Lindell, who'll also be joining us. Larry Elder here. It's our Aloha Talkers Hawaiian Cruise. Seven luxurious days and nights visiting beautiful tropical sites beautiful staterooms, amazing food, adventures on East Island we visit, and then evening get-togethers with the three of us sharing insights on the state of our country. For details, just log on to am1170theanswer.com and use the keyword aloha. That's am1170theanswer.com, keyword aloha. am1170theanswer.com, keyword aloha. Come join us. Sun Garden Terrace,
4: license number 374-603-437.
7: Keith needed a little help with meals and housework, but his beloved wife, Cecilia, suffers from Alzheimer's. So Keith found the perfect place where they could both get the level of care they needed, but still be together at Sun Garden Terrace Retirement Community in Lemon Grove.
8: Sun Garden Terrace has a place for people that have Alzheimer's. At night, I always have her in there in case she has a problem. I have a bedroom upstairs from her. If she were in my bedroom, there's always a cord on the wall you pull if you got a problem.
7: Keith still keeps fit.
8: Exercise is really good exercise. It's not just flimsy exercise. You really feel it.
7: And he knows Cecilia is always safe.
8: The best thing is the number of caregivers they have here. You don't have to search for
1: one when you need one.
7: Keith and Cecilia still together after 48 years at Sun Garden Terrace, where there's such a lot of living to do. To schedule your private tour and delicious lunch, visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. That's 619-464-CARE.
9: The power company changed their peak hours from 4 to 9 p.m. That's when you're not producing power. I have a solution for that. A battery backup system. You might not know what that is, but combined with solar, you can program these batteries to charge and discharge at will, meaning you control how you're getting and using your power that you produced. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. After serving in the Marine Corps, I've decided to make San Diego my home. I'm not a salesman, just an electrician who wants to help customers zero out their electric bill. I only use the best equipment with 25-year warranties, in-phase microinverters, LG panels. I will custom design a system to meet your needs. If you need an electrical panel upgrade, I'm offering a $2,000 credit with the purchase of an installed solar panel system. To learn more, go to KeeganElectricSolar.com. That's KeeganElectricSolar.com. I can't wait to help you with your power solutions. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com today.
0: AM 1170, The Answer.
4: You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
3: Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. TGIM out there to everybody. Um, I'm in good spirits tonight just because I love being here with you guys. That doesn't mean, as you could tell from the beginning of the show, how fired up and angry I am over this coup attempt going on. I want to hear from you and what you think. 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Um, while this is all going on, President Trump is attempting to deal with matters at hand, some of which involves weapons of mass destruction in Syria, thanks to Obama's disappearing red line. Things are worse over there than ever. And a little bit later in the show, we will have Dan Perkins here to talk about that and what we do. Um, he's author, foreign policy expert and author of The Brotherhood of the Red Nile, and he's been on the Andrew Cabe show before. But joining me now is another hot witch who's hot, 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 fired up over what's going on with Mueller. In fact, she said to me via email earlier that this is outrageous and this is war. Jen Kearns, contributor to The Hill, welcome back to the show.
10: <clears throat> hey, great to be with you, Andrea.
3: So your thoughts when you heard today about the raid. Now, of course, uh, this is coming from a week or so ago when Mueller said, oh, President Trump's not a target. He's just the subject of an investigation. We're not going after him. What, do you th- what did you think today when you heard about this raid?
10: Well, you know, I thought of the word you used in your introduction here, the coup. And uh, it's sad to say tonight, Andrea, I believe the coup attempt will apparently be televised. Uh, You look at this president. I thought his his remarks tonight after the raid were very eloquent. I think it was Trump at his best. He said to the American people, it's a shame. The Trump administration has provided one million pages of documents so far to the special counsel's office alone in the Russia investigation matter and in other surrounding matters, um, this office could not be cooperating anymore with the special counsel. Now, there's a lot to unpack here, so let me start just running through it really fast. Uh, I I have to ask relevance, Your Honor. Uh, if you look at the FBI, uh, they went into the private attorney's office of President Trump under the cover of the stormy daniels case and if you look at the stormy daniels case anyone who watched the entire 60 minutes interview with her can see that the drama has been totally blown out of proportion um, there's this idea here uh, that that this private dispute um between two people that was handled by civil attorneys um, an agreement that was that is reached every week in america that you might pay someone to release their claims and to keep it confidential, guess what? That's not a crime. It happens every day. It's called contract law, and it's provided for under the United States Constitution. Um, so, so paying someone to, to keep a confidentiality clause or a non-disclosure agreement, it happens every single day in this country. And I, I feel, Andrew, if this kind of behavior gets criminalized, every single person running for office or running a business in America should be afraid, very afraid, because your own right to manage your own personal business is going to be used by somebody else. And, and as you said in the intro, if you think uh, that this can't happen to you, the American citizen, think again because it just happened today. Now, let's break this down a little further. I think there all politics is local. Uh, if you look at this, all fingers point back to this New York Southern District office where – where the raid was actually approved, um, let's, let's take a look at that. This is now being uh, described as, as a raid that wasn't necessarily involved with Miller's office. It was a slightly different issue. But look at the Southern District Office in New York, the U.S. Attorney's Office. Let's not forget that they prosecuted Dinesh D'Souza for a very minor infraction that he had to spend yeah. thousands and thousands of dollars of his own money on Let's also remember, Andrea, this is where Preet Bharara was fired by President Trump. You have to take a look at this and say this is a a very overzealous office, might be politically motivated here, this U.S. attorney's office in New York. Uh, Democrats better be very careful tonight dancing on this grave, because when you really start to peel back the layers on this New York office, they do have a political bone to pick with Donald Trump. They are not as independent as they would have you believe. Now, let's look at this uh, regarding the Clintons. This same office should have been the office that prosecuted the Clintons for what appeared to be in-kind contributions by numerous foreign nations to the Clinton Foundation. Uh, fees paid for speeches for Bill Clinton. Those should have been the things uh, done also out of this New York Southern District Office, and they failed to do so mccabe comey and the new york southern district Office were supposed to be investigating this but they didn't so this shows you here there is very select prosecution going on here very politically motivated
3: well yeah and and then i gotta i gotta go take it right back to the top though to jeff sessions because you you brought up a great point about the clinton foundation you know let why hasn't perkins coy office been um been raided and as well as hillary clinton's attorneys. In terms of the Clinton Foundation, the pay-for-play schemes that uh, the Judicial Watch uncovered through FOIA requests—something like 400 emails—that showed a blatant, uh, at least probable cause to investigate p- uh, pay-for-play schemes with the Clinton Foundation. Uh, Uranium One, the fact that when she she when she, as part of the Russian reset, she basically worked as the business developer for Russia over there and got all these businesses to invest in Russia. They then turned around and gave hundreds of millions of dollars to the Clinton Foundation and speaking fees to. Clinton all at the same time, as well as some of these same businesses and and then other countries contributing to her campaign. Where's that investigation? There was never even any investigations going back to 2008 to president, uh, uh, then candidate Obama for all the foreign donations that came into his website. You know, I mean, where is the equal justice under the law with Jeff Sessions? Isn't it time for him to just fire Sessions?
10: You know, I thought the most interesting thing about the president's remarks today from the cabinet room, you could sense it it was palpable, his disappointment in Jeff Sessions. And and President Trump said very clearly that if he had known that Sessions was planning to recuse himself from the Russia investigation over the fact that he met somebody at a political mixer, a political event for five minutes as a U.S. senator— he would not have yeah. chosen Sessions as his attorney general. The feeling was palpable. You could tell that Donald Trump regrets having him Ugh. as the attorney general.
3: Well, but yeah, but and, th- uh, now what does he do? Yeah. But but you know what? Sessions didn't recuse himself over this. Whatever this is involved in, it didn't have anything at all to do with Russian collusion or him bumping up against that ambassador that everybody bumped up against. I mean, you couldn't go to the... You know, Old Ebbett's Grill, and not run into that guy. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> right. um, you know, Sessions didn't have to to let Rosenstein. Rosenstein. Let's talk about Rosenstein for a second. Why hasn't his office been um, <clears throat> raided by the FBI? This was a man who signed the FISA warrants, at least one of them that was involved in lying. Why is he still sitting in his job?
10: Oh, it's astonishing the the likes of the deep state that exists at the DOJ still, that exists at the FBI still. Uh, You look at also Andrew McCabe, who was fired for lying or not being forthcoming on at least three occasions. Where was the raid of of his office? Where were the notes that he took? Uh, Same with Comey. Comey claims he took all these notes of his meetings with President Trump. Where are the copies of those notes? Uh, You know, we have a book release coming out. We have every Democrat rushing to sit in front of a TV camera from Loretta Lynch to James Comey. Uh, But nobody has rushed to the Hill to testify on this. Uh, Nobody has rushed uh, to the FBI to share what they know. And and look, I think the most disturbing development here today with this raid, Andrea, is both the New York Times and the Washington Post are reporting tonight that privileged attorney-client documents were seized in the raid. Let me tell you what, if those surface, uh, our Constitution is shredded as we know it. Now, whether you like the Stormy Daniels ordeal or not, whether you're a Democrat or Republican or an independent, in this country, you have to agree on one thing, that you are still entitled to have privileged conversations with your attorney, regardless of whether you're a possible philanderer, uh, as they're suggesting is the case here, or a murderer. You are still entitled to privileged communications with your attorney. And, And there are, I believe, documents involving Trump's prior desire to build a Trump Tower in Moscow and other matters And let me tell you what, Democrats are saying tonight, oh, well, don't worry, there will be a firewall. We'll make sure that if the FBI raid was regarding Stormy Daniels, we'll make sure none of those other documents see the light of day. You want to bet? I bet you that there will be a sharing of information. I bet some of the stuff that was uh, discovered in the raid tonight will end up in the Russia investigation matter. And look, we as the American people, here's where I think we have the responsibility here. You know, Ronald Reagan had a a critical moment where they tried to shut off his microphone at a debate. And he banged on the table and he said, excuse me, but we paid for this microphone. Mm -hmm. And I believe, Andrew, the American people need to stand up and say, you know what, we paid for this investigation and we demand answers. We demand to know, If the DOJ still believes in the right for an American citizen to have privileged conversations with their attorneys and and we demand answers, Uh, We want an end to the Russia investigation. It's put up or shut up time. Uh, We've had enough of the fishing expedition Mm -hmm. and the witch hunt.
3: I think we also need to pound our fist on the table and say, oh, by the way, we want indictments. We want indictments involving Strzok and Page and Rosenstein and Comey and investigations into Lynch and her obstruction of justice. She's coming out now and trying to cover for herself and say, well, you know, Comey never said anything to me that, you know, he was concerned at all. What is it? It's not supposed to be about concern. It's supposed to be about facts, facts and evidence. It's supposed to be about following the investigation according to the facts and then having no blinders on and then handing those facts that you found as an investigative body over to the authorities and, and uh, an attorney and prosecutors who are completely you know, objective and having everybody, regardless of status in this country, according to Hillary's own words, nobody should be too big to jail. That's what's supposed to be going on in this country, but it seems as though it's it's gotten to where politics have been weaponized. Our, our, the top law enforcement agency in our country, the Department of Justice with the FBI under it, is completely weaponized now. And it's scary to me because there's no way around the fact that the Republican Party is a part of this coup. There's just no way around it, Jen. Do you see Yeah, diff- you know,
10: it's interesting. I, I agree with you here uh, on these points. Uh, the sad part of this is the so-called forgotten man and woman across the country. Those people who elected Donald Trump to go to Washington, D.C. and clean this all up uh didn't quite understand and i think they're beginning to understand that the swamp is so thick and the undercurrent of the swamp is so strong that even a person such as donald trump who did understand and that's why he talked about draining the swamp on the campaign trail but even donald trump may not be able to fully uh be able to clean up the swamp It, it is disappointing to the to the levels of of just almost heartbreak But again, we, the American people, guess what? We're paying the salaries of every single person that sits in that special counsel's office, and it's time we start calling in and demanding answers.
3: Well, yeah, especially since this is an election year, and the Republican Party is trying to say, oh, midterms are coming up. We just don't have enough seats in the House. We don't have, you know, a supermajority. You need to reelect all the incumbents and kick out the Democrats. We need to be saying to them, you ain't going to get another dime, and you're not going to get our vote until you start showing actions between now and then that you're going to stop this coup that's taking place. You're going to support the president that we elected, and you're also going to." to start holding elected officials accountable for the crimes that they've committed we want to see that and we want to see demonstrable evidence that you have done that before you get another dime and before you get another vote cast for you jen thank you so much for being here how can people read your stuff
10: hey thank you so much they can find me at the hill and at fox news opinion and follow me on twitter jen kern usa
3: all right thanks for being here jen i gotta come up with a nickname for jen Right? That's what I need to do. All right, now stay tuned because we got to switch gears. we got to take it all the way over to Syria. Okay, because I don't know why things suddenly, you know, have have erupted. And that's now the hot zone for what's going on in, in the world. But it has. I, so I, I don't even know why suddenly what was the impetus for a weapons of mass destruction attack by Assad. Uh, so Dan Perkins is going to join me next. He's going to answer that question, what happened? Did it really happen? Because there's some people questioning it. And what should Trump do? More Andrea show coming up.
6: Sacrifice. When you have children, sacrifice just comes with the territory. You sacrifice a new outfit for a new baseball glove. You sacrifice a romantic getaway for a summer missions trip. You sacrifice because you love your child and you want them to have every advantage. Let us help you lessen the sacrifice it takes to send your child to the finest private school in San Diego by half. That's right. When you go to am1170theanswer.com, you'll find half-off tuitions for schools ranging from preschool all the way to high school. And you won't have to sacrifice hours. Or in the car either. Our partner schools are located throughout San Diego County. Chances are there's one near you. You want the best for your child. And here at AM 1170 The Answer, we're ready to help with half-off tuitions to private schools. Explore your options with schools like Valley Christian School, Victory Christian Academy, and Vista Christian School.
4: Visit AM 1170 The Answer or call
5: 844-800-5757, 844-800-5757 or am1170theanswer.com.
0: may qualify you for this special program protecting your savings and your assets if you owe the irs or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back there's no need to worry anymore call the hotline at victory tax solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands for this free information call 800-420-2121 800-420-2121 800-420 2121, that's 800-420-2121. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving.
7: If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts BAG11 one one to 88988. Eight
4: You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
3: Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. If you want to call in and say hi or talk about what's on your mind. I got one left. I got one of my fisherman's friends left. He's got to last me about 28 more minutes until I get to the end of the show. Maybe I'll split it in half. Try to work it. Don't want to, don't want to overdo it. Dang, this thing will break in half,
1: baby. I do have more in the box. <laughs>
3: okay. And you also got to tell me where I can get some more of these. All right. Now, um, joining me now is... Um I think, I think it's really important to know what you don't know as a human being. And one of the things that I, I don't pretend to know is the complexities of what's going on around the world in terms of foreign policy. So joining me now is Dan Perkins. He's the author of Brotherhood of the Red Nile and a foreign policy expert to talk about what happened in Syria this weekend and what our next moves should be. Hi, Dan. Welcome back to the show.
8: Thank you for having me on again. Hi. It's always oh. a pleasure.
3: To- well, Thank you. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> excuse me for smacking in your ear. I got a bit of a bit of a, a a head and chest cold, and so uh, d j carrot sticks my producer has given me sufficient friend to help me <clears throat> get through it okay, so Syria uh reports of nerve gas or some type of weapon of mass destruction used, some people are questioning whether or not it actually happened. What do you know about what happened in Syria?
8: Well, it's, it's uh, the, the latest report that I have seen is that they believe it was chlorine gas uh, and why that's important to establish what it was. Um, <clears throat> it, um, it's important because it would appear that the Assad government knew that many, many, many people from the rebel cause were, because of the destruction of the city, were su- trying to survive in the basements of buildings. So what happened the, the chlorine gas is, is in many cases, depending upon the mix tends to be a little heavier than air. Okay. so it would seek the low spot and it would they believe it filtered into the basement. so they really don't know the last number I saw was 70 people killed. They have not explored all the all the basements to know how many people, men women and children might have been killed in this in this attack. I think the thing that's important to understand is that a year ago, uh, just about a year ago, <clears throat> Trump was at Mar-a-Lago with the the head of the Chinese government and launched a, a pretty significant strike against Assad, uh, some of his uh, uh, airport uh, facilities. And he told Assad, if this ever happens again, there will be dire consequences. So inadvertently, by making that threat, <clears throat> He did what Barack Obama did in terms of drawing a, a red line in the sand. Now, Barack never took any military action. Of course, Trump did. But the question now becomes, the Russians have denied that it was an attack. The U.N. forces on the ground, the White Helmets, as they're called, uh, they seen the symptoms. They've seen the, the devastation of people. They believe it was some kind of a, a chemical attack. And so the question now becomes, what is Mr. Trump going to do? Is he going to capitulate like Mr. Obama did and let it pass or is he going to take um, some additional action? Now, when this happened before, I wrote a commentary and I suggested what the government needed to do is that next step, if Assad used uh, chemical weapons again, was to take out his entire air force and helicopter fleet. Okay to eliminate his ability to deliver these weapons any further. See, what people don't understand is that under the Obama administration, he supposedly said that that he had negotiated for the Russians to remove and to dismantle the factories and take it all to Russia. Well, we found out after the attack last (laughs) April that, in fact, they didn't do that. So now we have a situation where Assad has either been manufacturing or acquiring this uh, this gas that he used again on the last stronghold of the rebels. Now we have to figure out what Mr. Trump is going to do. He said late today that he expects to have a, a position within two days about what he's going to do.
2: Okay.
3: Well, you know, it's interesting because – when you were going back over what Obama did and supposedly working this great deal with Putin, it's like now now supposedly <clears throat> supposedly Putin is our greatest enemy and, oh, my gosh, Trump and his colluding. No, uh, Trump doesn't take the threat seriously enough from Putin in terms of the 13 Russians that supposedly were on Facebook, Bad mouth and Hillary. But Obama basically put the hands of our foreign policy in, in terms of in regards to Syria in the hands of Putin. Um, you know, there's there's still people questioning whether or not this was actually that these attacks are actually this one or others had happened. That it was just a way to a false flag, as I said earlier, to try to draw Trump out. Um, I think any response from Trump, even if that's the case, I say they there's nothing bad that can come from the United States military showing force and dropping some actual bombs and taking out uh, some bad guys military force correct?
8: I would absolutely, absolutely totally agree with you. As I said, if, if, if we if understand that we have a very unique situation, the president of the United States has chosen a four-star military general to be the head of the secretary of defense. And I, I believe that there's been a conversation sometime over the weekend where Mr. Trump said to General Mattis, give me a plan. Mm-hmm. to wipe out his, his entire Air Force and all his military. Mm-hmm. And uh, my guess is that Mattis has either already planned it or is in the process of getting it done, and he will present that option to Mr. Trump. Mr. Trump will have to make the ultimate decision. But I agree with you, because if we <laughs> if we don't do anything, if we try and get the U.N. involved and in all that horse crap, yeah. um, he's going to basically be be considered no better than Obama in the Middle East. And uh, I I don't think we can afford that because if we walk away and don't protect those people, we've said to the rest of the Middle East, we don't really care about you. And uh, uh, we're we're nothing more than a paper tiger. And that sends a terrible message to those people in the Middle East who are being persecuted. I mean, if you think about it, you go back to, the head of uh, Iraq, our, our good friend who turned on the Kurds and the Sunnis to the tune of using chemical weapons to kill 350,000 of his own people.
9: Mm-hmm.
8: And and there are other examples of other regimes within the Middle East using chemical and biological weapons. I don't understand why they do it. They they kill massive amounts of people. But um, – we can't. We can't. When I said we have to take out his air force and his air power, we can't go in and take out the the the, the facilities that are building or have built or stored the chemical weapons because if if we explode them, yeah, who knows where the, exactly. the, the ter- gas will go? So we we can't yeah. take out the plants. Well, we can certainly neutralize his, his ability to deliver.
3: Well, we need to do that. I think there was a time in which you know we. It's hard to know who the good guys are, the bad guys are. You know, I think that the whole Arab Arab Spring was sold to us as supposed to be a good thing, and all it really did was create a power vacuum that led to the rise of radical Islamists in Syria. It's and then we we armed what then became ISIS. It's it's a mess over there, but it's time to send the message, not to, to that we're supporting the victims over there. It's to me, it's a message to the entire world. It's also a message to Iran over there who's who's trying to amass nuclear capability against us. It's a message to NOCO. It's a message to China, to Putin and to everybody else that there's a new sheriff in town. And we will use military action. You have to that's the that's the play. It's kind of like the running game and football sets up the, the throw, the throwing game Game. that's the the um, you the setup for diplomacy they ha- is based upon that our enemies must believe that we have a commander in chief who will use our military force and that's one reason I why we got to get it we got to get it beefed up and we've got to and in fact i, I don't know if you know this but uh, last question for you uh, my understanding is our nuclear arsenal has actually deteriorated and we're not actually um it's not game for game anymore, pound for pound. In fact, we're weak compared to the rest of the world in that area.
8: I, I, you're absolutely correct. And, and it's, it's been a—the a, uh, uh, the Obama administration uh, systematically uh, degraded the military. Most people don't know this, but during Mr. Obama's term as president, there were 1,200 1, flag officers. These are brigadiers and higher— who were reforced into retirement so that the upper command of the, of all branches of the military was decimated by, by president Obama. And I, and I just think one, one point that I think it's important to make, one of the reasons why it's important for us to act on May the 12th, the president has to decide whether he's going to certify compliance of Iran with the memorandum of understanding. And, uh, if he doesn't, if he doesn't respond, he will he will shift the power of negotiation away from the United States to the Iranians, and I think he has to take that into consideration in what he does in Syria.
3: Well, it'll be interesting. He says I think within 48 hours he will announce what he's going to do, and I would kind of hope, hope that he doesn't announce anything. I wouldn't mind seeing a little shock and awe over there i wouldn't mind seeing you know the mother of all bombs being dropped again something like that that just really sends a message you know that used to be what america was about it wasn't Mm -hmm. america wasn't about going to the u.n and asking for permission to defend the world because you know we are paying for it anyway you know we're the ones we're the security force for the world we're paying for it the taxpayers are why we need to ask permission from anybody no that's like parents going to asking a kid hey do you mind if i go and you know uh, you know pay the mortgage or, or whatever you know no I'm, I'm going right. to buy I'm going to choose the house because I got to pay the mortgage you know it's that kind of right. thing so I, that's what I'm hoping we see Dan Perkins the book is <clears throat> Brotherhood of the Red Nile thanks so much for being here I appreciate it
8: thank you for having me on Andrea
3: All right. Um, <clears throat> now stay tuned because we got our final segment of the Andrea K show coming up we got to talk a little bit about Facebook and uh, let's see what else we're going to talk about you know what hey you men out there there's some money to be made in some athletic competitions coming up, if you're just willing to put on a wig and identify yourself as a woman. So stay tuned. We're going to talk about that on The Andrea K. Show. Don't go anywhere. And the number if you want to call in is 888 344 1170.
4: Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K A Y E.
2: In America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder, the sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows, a true American success story. Aaron, I've recommended you to my friends, and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you, Larry. That really means a lot. We all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people. So if you are selecting windows and doors, listen to Larry's sage advice and call California deluxe windows will do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family for the best quality windows and doors made in America Call Aaron at California deluxe windows ask about 20% off your entire order and One-year interest-free financing California deluxe windows 888 new windows 888 new windows He will indeed say your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one
4: CSLB number seven seven four five one eight some restrictions apply
2: Do you have sleep apnea? Are you tired of dragging your big bulky CPAP device with you whenever you leave home? Yeah, well I was too. That's why I'm so glad I called to try the Transcend Mini CPAP for 10 nights. I can't imagine living without it now. My Transcend is about as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. That's less hassle to carry than my shaving kit. Plus I was able to add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. But hey, that's not all. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, which means I can finally sleep comfortably while flying. Heck, I can sleep comfortably anywhere now. So if that all sounds good to you, call now to give Transcend a try. You'll be glad you did.
7: Now you can try Transcend and sleep comfortably for 10 restful nights with a money-back guarantee. So call minicpap.com now. 1-800-915-2344. Again, that's 1-800-915-2344.
5: We have a new home loan program for the self-employed borrower. You need to hear this. Hi, I'm Chris Tyler, self-employed mortgage specialist at Right
4: Choice Mortgage. Being self-employed myself, I know how difficult it is to get a home loan, so we came up with a solution. Instead of using your tax returns or W-2s to get approved, we'll use your personal or business bank statements and use your deposits as income. No P&Ls required. This self-employed mortgage program will help you get a bigger loan at a better rate. Call now. 855-464-4774. 855-464-4774. This is not hard money. Rates are in the threes and fours. 855-464-4774. So if you're self-employed and want to buy a house, get cash out, or just lower your payment, call me now, Chris Tyler. 855-464-4774. That's 855 464 4774 licensed by the BRE 01943736 and NMLS 1132583 an equal
0: opportunity lender AM 1170 The Answer San Diego
4: You're listening to the Andrea K show on AM 1170 The Answer
3: Welcome back to the Andrea K show rolling into the final segment I made it through thanks to my my good friend fisher, fisherman's friend <clears throat> Radio host friend, DJ Carrot Sticks. Hey, DJ Carrot Sticks, have you been following this feud between Sean Hannity and Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel?
1: I don't know what originally started it. Was it something that Kimmel said?
3: Well, yeah, Kimmel, uh, thinking that, of course, that he had the shield of protection known as double standard and hypocrisy of the left— you know, we're not if if we want immigration laws enforced, uh, we hate brown people. Right. But I guess it's OK if you're a Democrat to mock the first lady of the United States for her accent as an immigrant, even though lady speaks five languages. I want to see Jimmy Kimmel try to actually learn and speak and not mocking her accent, but actually learn the language. OK, this she speaks five languages. So he mocks her. And then Hannity's like, enough. No, you're not going to do that. Hannity starts hitting him on being Harvey Weinstein Jr. because he starts, Hannity starts digging and pulls up video clips of him going up to 18 year old girls on the street asking them to grab his crotch. Okay. So they go into a nasty back and forth. And, <clears throat> and now Hannity is reporting tonight that Kimmel apologized. No, no, no. Kimmel did not apologize. Uh, Kimmel was forced to um, do some kind of phony mea culpa because what happened was. Uh Hannity's followers started doing a petition uh, demanding that CBS uh, pull Kimmel off the air. So that put some pressure on Kimmel, but that didn't even uh, force Kimmel to apologize. No, what happened was Kimmel got really nasty and made some kind of comment to Sean Hannity and Trump like a, a gay joke. So... <clears throat> Which the gay community took exception to. The immigrant community, those supporting immigrants in this country, say they say that, you know, that we're anti immigrant because we want immigration laws enforced. No, we're anti illegal immigrant. The pro immigrant community still to this day has not shown, expressed any outrage at all over what Kimmel did. No, but the LBGT community expressed outrage over a comment Kimmel made about, uh, is asking Hannity if he is above or below Trump when they get together. You know, a sexual innuendo joke. So that evidently has what is what made Kimmel back down a little bit. But here's how he did it. His idea, Kimmel's idea of an apology is basically to play the victim and to stand by what he said about Melania Trump and mocking her as an immigrant and making, and uh, here's what he said. "Well, I admit I did have fun with our back and forth, after some thought, I realized the level of vitriol from all sides, me included, does nothing good for anybody and is harmful to our country. Then he goes on to talk about how the attacks against him and his wife, this is not supposed to be about you. You're supposed to be apologizing for the mocking of the first lady. We couldn't mock Michelle Obama. He goes on to say, by lampooning Sean Hannity's deference to the president, I did not intend to belittle or upset members of the gay community and to those who took offense. I apologize. He never apologized. He goes on to say about, he never apologized to Sean Hannity, what he said. He never apologized to the first lady. In fact, he goes on to say um, that, I still believe to be a homeless and silly aside referencing our first lady's accent. What a Jack wagon. I say let's continue the petition. Let's get. I I'm disappointed actually in Sean Hannity saying that Kim will back down. I get that Sean Hannity has a show to protect. He was has been such a receiving end. They tried to take him off the air. He's somebody that doesn't do the boycott thing because he, as he said many times, he makes his living off of the First Amendment. He doesn't want to see anybody's show taken. But you know what? We cannot let this double standard stand. I think Hannity should have pushed back and said, this is not an apology. Come clean with a real apology. Then we'll talk and keep the pressure on Kimmel. Uh, because this, the cultural war that we're on is where the real battlefield is. It's not even over economics. I've said this before. The Republican Party, we kind of allowed ourselves to get into this, oh, we don't want to talk social stuff, so we'll just say that we can be fiscally conservative and socially liberal. It does not exist. Meanwhile, it's like uh, pulling our troops out of Iraq and allowing a power vacuum. The Republican Party stepped away from cultural and social issues, and the left took over. <clears throat> now we have a situation to where if you're a dude... And you want to self-identify as a woman, you can enter in the Boston Marathon and run. And let me tell you, you go do a little research. There were some articles posted today about historically the run times to, to the men who finished the Boston Marathon compared to the women. If, if dudes decide that they want to run, they're, hands down they're going to win. Because I don't care how many wigs you put on. I don't care what you get cut off or what you add on to your body. You ain't changing science, okay? A man is a man, and he's going to beat a woman running against her in the Boston Marathon, at least if he's, you know, somebody who's actually been, you know, running and actually training to run in the marathon. So basically by allowing that, all a dude's got to do if he wants to win the Boston Marathon is, is you know, train a little bit, throw on a wig, say he's a woman, and he's going he's to win 150K. That's an idea for you, DJ Carrot Sticks. You want to earn a little extra
1: money? I don't know. I don't think I, even running with the women, I don't think I would finish <laughs> that that high in the pack.
3: Well, I did say not you had this, to train. Not
1: now. If I train, give me, some, give me about a year or two to train.
3: <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. Well, I don't know when it is. I don't know when. When is the Boston Marathon, by the way? You can Google it. Maybe there's time for you. Maybe there's time for you to get a little practicing in. Or, or maybe we've got the Rock and Roll Marathon in San Diego. I think that's not until September, October. Maybe you could throw your hat and your wig in the ring for the Rock and Roll Marathon here in San Diego. Although I don't think that's got one hundred fifty thousand dollars prize money.
1: I think the Boston Marathon's coming up like in a week. Oh, Okay, it's well then it's too late for you, brother. Last was on April seventeenth. All right,
3: it's too late for you, brother. It's too late. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You know what I'd like to see is kids competing as adults, like you now they used to do in the cartoons. They'd put on a, a overcoat and they'd stack up on each other. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, there get a go. couple kids to stack up.
3: Yeah, because you know what? As a kid, I could outrun. I could, you know, as kids are, we can out circle. We can outrun any any adult in the room, right? Um, speaking of outrunning, though, we, I, they haven't been on the show for a while, but they actually at the end of last year, I think they were my twenty, either my twenty sixteen diamond and silk were they not my 2016 breakout stars of the year yeah yeah they were i mean who does not love diamond and silk right well they um started doing their videos and they just took off facebook they've been communicating with facebook we've all been experiencing how facebook has been diminishing and minimizing our reach on our videos on our broadcast live as they've changed the algorithms well they couldn't get any straight answers from facebook as to why their their reach for their videos and on their Facebook page. I mean, because they've got like millions of followers. Their videos were getting hundreds of thousands of views and suddenly it dropped off to nothing. Finally, Facebook admitted, because I mean, they couldn't stall for very long. So finally, they admitted that Diamond and Silk were, quote, unsafe for the community. Unsafe for the community. Wow. Wow. I mean, is that not an admission right now as to what is going on in terms of the culture war that we wage? This, the, What's being waged right now, they've got to silence. They are literally oppressing speech in this country, the left is. We can't let this stand. I, I'm surprised why that's not, why Hannity doesn't have diamond and silk on his show tonight to be talking about that. we got to be pushing back against this. Uh, Zuckerberg is in Washington, D.C., answering questions about data mining. I want to know what when we are going to have, and I'm not one for government regulation obviously but we have an all-out assault on our free speech in the form of what's happened to laura ingram it's it's coming from a variety of different ways you see going against media types from sean hannity and laura ingram trying to take out their speech uh by punishing them economically and financially with their shows to social media platforms trying to you know diminish conservative voices whether it's facebook and google and youtube we we got to get a handle on this Conservatives have tried to start some social media platforms. It hasn't worked. I'm curious what you guys think. Let me know on Facebook, by the way, on Facebook. I'm going to be right back here, 6 p.m. tomorrow night.
1: Agent Squire says uh, uh, Kimmel's on ABC, not CBS.
3: Oh, ABC. Thank you. Y'all keeping it real out there, fact-checking AK. Love you all. Have a great night, everybody.
1: The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.